I hate that it's already October 11th. Why? Because where the fuck is all this time going? I was looking at the creepy Google Maps where it tracks your every move and you can go back yeah. to any date. And there are things that uh, seem very recent that were already a month ago and then things that were already six months ago. This is unbelievable. October 11th. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. Well, we'll see. One day it'll bother you. Yeah, one when, day. When you have hot flashes. What? Why? Why will that be the thing? That'll be it. Menopause That'll be will it? trigger it for you. Oh. Nobody want to see us together, but it don't matter, no. What kind of distraction is that deflection? <laughs> it's not. I don't know how to answer you. I like the weather, and I love that it's getting cold. Yeah, the weather is great. I'm just saying I just don't it's... think about time the same way as you, and you can't handle that. You don't think about time at all. But yeah, one day... I do. When you have that flesh that's hanging off of your arm... <laughs> Listen, it's not like I haven't seen the effects of time on my body and face but also i don't know i don't i'm not thinking about the passing of time like you do it's absolutely it's like, yeah that does seem recent i guess and also it just kind of feels like yeah that feels like it happened about a year ago <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting no i don't i don't, I don't mind it the weather's changing. It's yeah, back to a season. That's not that what I'm, I'm talking about. about. I I enjoy the weather too. It's not. I'm yeah. not. That's nothing to do with what I'm talking about. It's that the weather is here changing again, already, and the time just keeps flying by, and your body's going to start to break down, and soon you're just going to have to enjoy the weather by sitting on a bench that someone props you up on. Mm. That's going to be Take here before me you know outside, it. Yeah, and you have those kids who. Uh, are flesh clocks. Flesh clocks. Yes, that's exactly what they are. As they age, yeah. you age. And right now, because they're little, you think, oh, no, it's fine. There's so much time ahead. Just wait. No, I don't, because I don't think like that. There will be Pete's jizz all over the the place oh, soon. I know. Not soon. It's only three. Well, what I'm saying is that it's going to go by very quickly. Yeah. And he's going he's gonna to think he's doing a good job of hiding it. And that's going to be another marker, though, a milestone yeah. in your life. And, like, how much time has passed? My son is already uh, leaving his jizz all over the place, thinking that he's doing a good job and that I don't know what's going on. I won't think of it as, oh, no, here's that thing that's happening, and that means that he's so much older. I'll just think, oh, here's that thing that's happening. That's funny. <laughs> The amount of jizz that's left around the house will coincide with the amount of uh, distance the flesh on your arm hangs. Ooh, I wonder. There's correlation. I got to keep it tight so that uh, he never jizzes out everywhere. <laughs> oh, boy. Is that how it works? Nobody want to see a So Happy yeah. Gay? So with my Nintendo Switch that was yeah. delivered to the barbershop next door uh-huh which still blows my mind they just drop it off i mean what if they decided to steal it over there yeah i'd be like i don't know i never got it i was reading stories about that happening 
that really well i mean i guess it was the it wasn't the nintendo switch that was being delivered it was the super mario kart <laughs> uh I'm talking about I time i got a, a different controller i got a different controller also because the controllers on the switch stink but uh yeah, I started playing Mario Kart today, and I was thinking about how I played Mario Kart on Super Nintendo, and we're talking about all this time passing. It's like, oh yeah, so much time has passed, and yet here I am still playing Mario Kart <laughs> as Toadette. Toadette! What's the benefit of uh, using Toadette? I just like Toadette. Yeah? I find it to be insulting that she's just called Toadette. Yeah, well, what's Toad's name? Toad. It's not like his name is John Toad. That's fine. But she should have uh, more character. They do that all the time. They just tack an et to the end of something. Yeah. And that's the female version. If his name was John, her name would be Johnette. What's the dinosaur guy from Mario 2? Lady from Mario 2 with her eggs. Birdo. That was a really... Birdo. Boo. Birdo hasn't... Boo. Uh... Doesn't that sound pretty good? I feel like that's a pretty good <laughs> effect. Woo! Is Birdo in uh, Mario Kart? I don't think so. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I guess the Birdo Birdo is in some of these versions of Mario Kart. I feel like I've seen her with her bow in her hair and her big round woo face. Woo! Woo! <laughs> anyway, that delivery when uh, I got the notification that Amazon had dropped off my package using laser ship which is just the person who picks up a, a package in their own car, I think. The Uber of package delivery. Uh, so they get the package and they get to my apartment and no one's answering. I'm not home. They're buzzing the other apartments probably. No one's answering so they can put it inside. And yeah, I guess at that point it's like, oh, I don't know what to do with this. Oh, hey, here's a barbershop next door. I'll just throw it in there with them. And then that notification I got that said Barbe, left with Barbe, neighbor. Barbe she, she? <laughs> well, it said Barbe, and then I clicked on it and looked at the actual signature, and yeah, it said Barbe Cha. Barbe Cha. Which? <laughs> I understand, like, it's 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 a phonetic sort of trying to figure out, like, Baba Sha. Well, I was, I was thinking about maybe what happened. Like, maybe the driver said, can I leave this package here? And those guys said, sure, they're Jamaican. And then maybe the person dropping off the package said, what's your name? And they just said barbershop, but in a Jamaican accent. And it sounded like barbicha. And then barbicha. And then this guy. All right, maybe. And then this person didn't know they were saying barbershop. And they thought the person's name was barbicha. And they wrote that down. <laughs> it's the only thing I can think of. How the hell do you get barbicha? I don't know. You're right. It probably was. But the way that that person. So you're saying the person who delivered it wrote down Barbe Cha. I guess, unless they had the person sign it at the barbershop. But shop. then it'd be even weirder that the barbershop would spell such a strange Barbe Cha. Yeah, unless it just got cut off somehow on that electronic pad. Who knows what the mystery... Barbe Cha! The mystery will never be solved. It just blows my mind, though, that this is a policy that Amazon has in place. Yeah, yeah you can't... They're not home, just leave it with someone else. But probably it's not. It's just New York is does whatever they want. No, I was looking it up. And apparently in suburban neighborhoods, a similar thing. If it's laser ship, if it's UPS or something, they'll just try again the next day because yeah. they have their routes. But yeah, if it's a person who's driving their car, they don't want to come back to do it. So I've read stories where they leave it with neighbors and then sometimes the neighbors, I ain't get it. 
Even wow. though they've clearly yeah. signed for it. <laughs> New name for barbershop from now on is Barbacha. Amazon. Shouldn't be ordering with Amazon. I hate I hate myself every time I order with Amazon, giving Jeff Bezos more money. Yeah, you're supporting the machine. Yeah, but it's not look, they make it I, I like to hold myself to a higher standard that's purely performative. You're already are a prime member. It's it's purely performative because in my mind I I'm not gonna give him more money and then you look, oh it's ten dollars cheaper and I can get it tomorrow instead of yeah. waiting three days. Okay. <laughs> Whoops. Here you go. Bezos, take more of my money. Bezos. You don't like Mark Bezos? He doesn't do anything. I I feel like if I were as rich as him, I would want to do something nice with my money to help some Does people. Does he definitely not do anything? He doesn't like, really he doesn't, do No, he doesn't do much. Because a lot of times you can like, you know, there's that whole tax thing where like you gift a certain amount. Now nah, he loves the fact that he's the richest man in the world and he wants to hold on to that title. That's his sole purpose of living at this point. What a stupid, fragile little ego. I need to be the richest man in the world. Yeah, men are fucking idiots. No offense. Agreed. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. I know what this week's topic is, but uh, I will let you present it, Autumn, even though (laughs) I don't know how I feel about it. It's fine. Meaning. Uh Uh-huh. Is it fine? Wow. Wow. What a great way to pump up the beginning of this episode. (laughs) Thank you for that. I just don't know where you're going with it. So I guess there's some concern on my side. Let's explore together, shall we? Yeah, let's. This week, I would like to talk about dicks. Penises. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Peni. (laughs) Did we do this with the breasts episode? Did we run through a list of slang terms? Johnson's. No, (laughs) you can do this one. Remember those big Johnson t-shirts, those awful, pathetic, sad t-shirts. If you're going to go fishing, you better do it with the big Johnson. And there was some Uh woman with her boobs popping out and kids in middle school would wear these shirts. And I would think, what is this, your dad's shirt that you stole? Or did someone's parents buy them that shirt, the big Johnson t-shirt? They probably did at the outlet store going up to Lake Hartwell. Oh, I didn't even know. Is that where that was the hot spot for the big Johnson? t-shirts well yeah i think you could get stuff like that at the outlet stores where else would you get them (laughs) i don't know spencer's they weren't at gadzooks i'll tell you that right now because i used to go to the gadzooks to look for my massimo shirts oh no there they weren't at wet seal where the m was the shape of a milk carton or a gas can Mm. i really loved those massimo shirts i don't even know why just because other people ever did you ever get did you ever get into no fear no, I wasn't no fear and I was never Stussy. Oh, I got a no fear shirt and I got I always got gigantic shirts from like Best Buy. Is that where they were? No. You know how like no they used fear to, in Best Buy they used to have shirts. I'm trying to remember the Best Buy of all. I've kind of blocked it, it from Best my Buy? mind. I blocked Best Buy what from my mind. What are other places that are like that? Not Circuit City cuz those that was more electrical hi-fi like, buys. Maybe something like that. I remember just like seeing, you know, everybody had the dark side of the moon black shirt that was like an XXL. Media Play used to have clothes. Media Play. That's where I got it. I it. got a No Fear shirt that was like blurry. Do you remember how it was like blurry <laughs> and it tricked you and it made you think you couldn't see it? Oh boy. 
Yeah, I just quickly, I blocked Best Buy from my mind from that period because I applied for a job there after I got fired from my PacSun job. And during the interview, the guy was looking at my, you know, background check. He's like, you work anywhere mm-hmm. else? I didn't put PacSun on there, Pacific Sunwear. He's like, you work anywhere else? And I said, no, no. You, you sure about that? I said, yeah, no, no. I've only worked at Publix. That's it. And like, You're sure? I said, yeah. I didn't realize that he had the information probably in front of him. <laughs> Yeah. And I never heard from them again. And uh, it was very embarrassing once I finally put that together. So I cannot think of Best Buy from the 90s. Well, listen, you ain't missing much. <laughs> but yeah, media play. They they had selection of clothing. Yeah. No fear. Anyway, I don't know why we're starting talking Big about Johnson. That. I'm. I'm oh, I guess that's... I'm deflecting. I'm trying to. Come up with some dick. Some, some <laughs> Come up with some other words for dicks. Peen. Mm. Ween. Doodle walk. Uh, tra- trouser snake. You just you just skipped over that one I made up. Doodle I missed walk. it. I have to say it a third time? Yeah. Doodle walk. Doodle walk? You yep. just made that up. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There it is. <laughs> that's the end. Of, that's uh, it? <laughs> that, you going to top doodle walk? No, uh, I can't think of something else. Trouser snake. Fuck stick. Okay. <laughs> Why are we doing this topic? Are you just trying to be shocking? Because, no, because I, oh, it, originally was because you and I started talking about what Trump's dick might look like. And you reminded me that Stormy Daniels uh, described it as, what did, what did she say? Like average, but with a real big mushroom head. Yeah, which then ties into our Mario Kart discussion from earlier with Toad. Right. Poor Toad got ruined by that description. Justice for Toad. Yeah, that's not fair to Toad. But anyway. That, and you yeah, also... because if you Google it, if you Google like Donald Trump penis, then it'll be a, a side-by-side picture of Trump and Toad because <laughs> of Stormy Daniels. Toad is forever ruined. Yeah, um, poor Toad. You also said you wanted to do something fun. Yes. <laughs> so go I, I'm really interested in some serious topics, but I just think it'd be more fun to have like a fun, funny, weird discussion about dicks. I did no prep for this one. Neither did I. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's go. Well, Buckle up. Oh, no. I want to talk about them. All right, listen. Okay, well, look, that's fine, but uh, you it's your topic. You got to lead the way. I'm ready if you would step aside. Okay, I'm stepping aside. I'm speaking. It's hard for me to do because I have a penis and you're a woman it's and true. I can't let you take the lead. Well, you know, maybe I could approach you as a man. Hush. I have a floppy piece of flesh that you don't have. Therefore, I'm better. That's right. <laughs> you are superior to me because you are the male end and I am the female end. I am the vessel. And so therefore I am only useful when that vessel is being utilized. I am feeling uncomfortable about this for some reason. I don't know why. why. I, I that's a good question. I don't know why. Oh, then let me then let's get started. Let's not focus let's not let's not keep dwelling in this lobby of dicks. Let's, let's open not, the door and go inside the building. Let's not fuck us. Okay. Let's yeah, fuck us. We need to finger it out. <laughs> Okay, I want to ask you as a man. Yep. 
And I know that you don't necessarily identify with the majority of men and how men act and behave. But what do you think is the reason that men have become sort of the dominant figure in so many ways? Well, that's not about dicks. But it's, it's they total, have a dick. It's a totally different uh, conversation about things. But don't you think that they have that position because they have dicks? No. I mean, unless you want to say that it's tied to the testosterone that comes along with having testicles and oh, therefore being bigger physically in a time when you actually had to defend uh, the women and the children with your strength. And go out and find the food as the women raise the children. Then, therefore, the the penis becomes a symbol of all of that. Then, sure, that's the way. That's right. where it all came from originally. Just physical size. It's like my strength. Therefore, men become the dominant uh, of the two sexes. And I, I don't. Yeah, that makes think sense. It really has anything to do with it. And size. And men are and not all men, but so many men are preoccupied by size. Uh, yeah, but and that that doesn't come from you know the media because no you know what I mean like where where p- women talk about body image uh, standards coming from because uh, it's men are stupid. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's what no, it is. Right. Because men are stupid and have a need to prove that they're better than other men. Again, going back to some ape-like behavior, we talk about this quite often. I feel like this comes up. Uh, my stances on this, but it's like the ties into that. And then when you have to set yourself apart and you're not fighting, what's the easiest way to do? It's like, look at mine. It's bigger than yours. And yeah. for some reason, that's become the point of comparison. And when it is on the smaller side, people overcompensate and, you know, like the short man syndrome type of thing, they have to. Uh, puff up their chest and make sure that like you know even though they know that their penis is small they have to make sure that you know that they can dominate you yeah in other ways and so I make a lot of money look at all the money I made look at this car that I drive right it doesn't matter that it's micro look at this look at all these other things it doesn't matter if you have a gigantic mushroom head look at you the, could still be the president look <laughs> at the, uh, the amount of iron I can pump I've gone to the mm-hmm. gym nonstop for 38 years and then it's for six hours a day. And wow, I, I'm set apart. Come have sex with me. I really cannot stand it in general. I really. It's peacocking, right? Like that comes from I just the male it. species needing to show that they're strong and virile I, and I have better DNA. It'll be like a provider, a protector or something. I cannot stand being an animal. It is so pathetic. It is. Yeah. This is. Oh my god. I'm shutting down. I'm sorry. I'm shutting down. Uh, just thinking about being an animal myself because the behavior is ridiculous. It really. It's just the dumbest stuff I've ever thought of uh, anyone doing in my life is these kind of behaviors. When I see a person acting in such a way, they're trying to prove themselves for whatever reason. Uh, just so they can get laid and then prove they're better than some other dude. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be smarter than that. I thought the whole thing about being human was you have these bigger brains. No, it's just it's just you can come up with more complex ways to get laid. That's ultimately what it boils down to. We're smarter so we can come up with more extreme ways and more uh, involved ways to just impress women. You know what I think that you're actually railing against? 
is adults. Like, I think that once you became an adult, you expected others to be like the adults that you thought of when you were a kid. And now adults continue to disappoint you and acting like animals. Just humans disappoint me. And and plenty of women disappoint me. It's not just men. Okay. It's just because I am a man. So it's like it's yeah, been but an more adult. My... You feel like adults should act a certain way, I, and I not act in such an animalistic way or such a, like a lizard brain. I think that that's what we should strive to be if we want to be different than animals. But ultimately, there's no difference. Um, I I hear what you're saying, but it's that it, I'm not. That would require me to think that I'm an adult, and I'm not. I don't view myself as one. And I haven't. <laughs> I think maybe finally <laughs> over the past two years it started to uh, settle in a bit where I feel like an adult. But uh, yeah. outside of that, that compare that would require me to feel as though I have it figured out and I don't. I just expect more. That's all. Yeah, you expect other you expect adults to have it figured out, and because you don't have it figured out, you don't experience yourself as an adult. It's just the dumbest it's an behavior. It's unthoughtful behavior. Anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand. Yeah. Dicks. Um, I, uh, would you like to know some experiences I've had with dicks? Oh, okay. We're just, I feel like we're jumping around with this. Um, but sure. Okay. You can tell me. I can't keep doing the show if you keep shitting on it as we go. I'm not, I'm not shitting on the show. I'm uh-huh. not. I apologize if it comes off as though I'm shitting on the show. I uh, I feel like you feel concerned about the show. No, I don't feel concerned, and I I don't know. I just I just don't want to jump around and it's like we're just talking about dicks. And so now here's one thing, and here's another thing. Here's a random thought. And here's a thought. Um, yeah. I don't know. That's whatever. Go ahead. All right. Well, let's take a. Let me take a pause. No, we don't have to take a pause. I don't. Let's not take a pause. We can get back to the topic of of dicks. You want to talk about dicks? We can talk about me because I'm being a dick. I realize that I'm being a dick <laughs> with this You're not episode. Being a dick. I am. I I'm not coming along. No pun intended there. I'm not. Uh, maybe I did mean that. I just I was embarrassed after I said it because I hate puns. So even oh. even when I make a pun, I have to say no pun intended. The highest form of comedy, but go ahead. I was going to say, I'm not coming along with you for the journey, the topic of dicks, because uh, I don't know. I, I've felt uh, very, very anxious lately, and I think I'm wanting some structure and control. And uh, an unstructured show at this point, jumping around, is really making me feel unsettled. So. Yeah, too chaotic. So I apologize that I'm not uh, that I'm not going along with you. Yeah, I, I don't think you're being a dick, but well, to me, someone being a dick feels like intentional, like you were meaning to be like this, and then you were being like childish about like I'm not gonna do it, so I'm gonna fuck it up. I don't think that that's what you were doing, and I don't feel like that. But I won't say that you're wrong about not coming along with me (laughs) (laughs) i'm closed off i'm resisting i just i feel like with everything that has been going on in my life things that have affected everyone with covid 
and just the the state of society in this country mm-hmm. uh, and beyond. But you know what we encounter every day and what we see. You can argue whether or not it's a a mirror or if it's real. I don't care. It's you know perception is reality sometimes. And then mm-hmm. in, in personal things, I just feel like uh, you know there's it's been. It's finally caught up is what it is. It feels like, you know, I'm thinking about my future here in New York. Also, my friends, they're all moving away. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what New York turns into. Now we're switching topics, by the way. So <laughs> I <Yeah>. guess <laughs> dicks is uh, you've, you're throwing away the dicks topic. One topic. Well, look, we'll get back to that topic at another time. Not this show. probably. Okay. But we okay. can explore dicks fully. I don't want to do the topic of dicks if you're not fully invested in having a fun time talking about that. So, and I don't think people want that either. No, I agree. I agree with yeah. that. That's uh, that's why I wasn't able to jump on board. Yeah. I felt a pressure to be fun with that topic, and I'm not in a fun uh, mood. And that's that's worse. Not only is it not fun to not want to have fun, but when you're feeling forced to have fun that's even that's the worst of the worst yeah and i can't do it i can't fake that so uh i sabotaged your show i blew it up you did i don't know i just uh i need control i feel like there's a lack of control right now going on in my life and then you know with the work i do in therapy uh i'm trying to be more open with these things that I feel anxiety, for example, I think I've always been an anxious person, but I've actually, uh, I'm realizing I was pretty good at just hiding it somewhere. Or maybe I, maybe I wasn't good at hiding it and shoving it down. I was just good at living a life that kept anxiety inducing things at bay. Yes. You, I wish people could see my face because I was shaking it. No, when you were saying <laughs> you were good at hiding it no. and then yes, Big yes, <laughs> the other way. Yeah, I lived in a very controlled box. It's like, yes. all right, here's my world. This is the extent of it. Sometimes I go outside these walls. Uh, that's okay because I'm choosing to go out. Every once in a while, something gets inside the walls, but it's like a fortress. So if it does, if there is an intruder, I can get a little anxious, but I can handle it. But you know, we're at the point where the walls have crumbled both because of natural forces and because of choice. I've tried to knock some of these things down and uh mm-hmm. yeah, it's proving to be quite uh quite the task. I mean, what what you've done is what a lot of people do. You know, you want to vo- avoid discomfort. And who wouldn't want to avoid discomfort? Nobody wants to seek out discomfort. But at some point the avoiding discomfort means you're avoiding, you know, important things that maybe, uh, spiritually or something you want. It is something you want to break down those walls because you don't want to live within those walls that you don't want to limit yourself to that, but then to go outside of them is tough. And so, I mean, this is what I'm also learning in therapy is that, leaning into the discomfort and sitting with it. And this is what my therapist always says. She's like, just, you know, close your eyes for a second. I know this sounds so like crunchy, hippy dippy. She's not like this. She's not like, you know, crystals or anything, but she says, you know, close your eyes 
and breathe into that feeling and notice where it is in your body and just really feel it. And I feel like that kind of thing has really helped me move through the discomfort and sort of um, almost like defogging your windshield. <laughs> you know, it's like pretending that I can't see through my windshield it feels better because then I don't actually actually have to do anything, but ultimately it's uncomfortable. But if I just, just, just calm down and feel it and hate that I feel it, I don't like feeling it, but then I somehow like get through that and I feel like, okay, I can, I'm still uncomfortable, but I feel like I can I feel like I, I can acknowledge it and either fix it or um, approach it in a way that is going to progress me forward instead of just totally ignoring it or pushing it down or sort of uh, making it not real so that I don't have to deal with it. Yeah, I've never been good at dealing with it, which is why I avoided it. It becomes very overwhelming. It, it literally shuts yeah. me down. I can't just acknowledge it. It takes over my brain and it shuts me down and sends me back to being a toddler. Well, to, I'm, I'm a toddler before a toddler can speak. And I mean this. Yeah. Uh, I'm not throwing tantrums. Maybe I am. <laughs> but I think what, I, what I'm trying to say is like my language skills, I feel disappear. My brain, my thoughts, my critical thinking, everything shuts down. And I feel like I'm a baby who... Uh, is aware enough and can understand the world around them enough, but has zero communication skills or minimal skills and gets very frustrated at that. And, so can uh, I, tell you, I, I think I told you this. My therapist said that when you have these like anxious feelings, they've done brain scans where all of the activity pulls away from your frontal lobe or your frontal cortex or something and goes into sort of that like fight or flight that base brain activity. So it would make sense that you sort of lose the ability to express yourself. Well, then I get angry that I can't express myself. And then like I get like a child. Then I get pissed at myself. <laughs> yeah. See? Yeah. Thank you for helping me illustrate this point. Such. Then I get, then I get angry at myself and then it just compounds and becomes even worse. Like I should not be reverting to a child. So then I look at myself in the mirror and say, you fucking suck. See, that's where I think you go wrong. Why? I mean, because I know why, but yeah, <laughs> just want you to explain. I think you need to, when you start to feel like that, you just got to live in that first place where you feel something is going on. It's making you react this way. You then turning that around and saying, I shouldn't be feeling this or um, I'm a piece of shit for acting like this. That's something else. That's the thing that I think gets in your way. Oh, if quiet you... down, plebe. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. But I hold myself to higher standards. Ah, yes. I'm a how's, how far is that? How, how's that working for you? Is uh, that working? I'm a superior specimen. <laughs> And I shouldn't be dealing with the same things as other people. This is the thing. When it comes to other people in my life that I care about, I give them the room that they need and the, the understand, understanding yeah. and the space 
uh, when they're working through things because I get it. I understand it. And I really don't judge them. I don't afford myself that same space though, or that same understanding because I'm supposed to be better than that. So, so then, uh, but really what that's doing is it's letting you get away with not dealing with it. You run past the dealing with it and just turn it back around and start shitting on you yourself <laughs> instead of yeah, it just is, accepting. It is self-absorbed at that point and it helps maintain the cycle. Yeah. Instead of learning. Look, I am learning. I'm a cat. It's been released into the woods for the first time. It's been allowed out of the, out of the house. And I'm just pawing my way around. Okay. A little, a little nervous. But as I become more familiar with my surroundings, hopefully it'll open up or I'll just start having nonstop panic attacks, which I've never had in my life. I've never had an anxiety attack outside of being stoned. Um, I've had two while being stoned. (laughs) One was I was convinced that uh, there was no oxygen left in my apartment and I opened a window and started breathing as deep as I could the air from outside. You thought that the, like you had breathed all of the oxygen in the room? It just felt like there was none. I was like, I can't. <laughs> this, I'm not getting what I need with the air in this room. Uh-huh. And I opened the window and, and huffed through the gross screen. You know, screens have that smell. Yeah. Whatever the outside. It's like metal, but also <laughs> something else. What is the smell of screens? Yeah. Window screens. You can't even describe what it, it's a distinct smell. It is a screen smell. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a combination of things because it's not just metal. But I do feel like I can I feel like it's like a taste. It's like a, a nose smell that you can taste. Yeah, it's the material. It's the elements, all the filth yeah. outside. Dirt. Anyway, dust. I was I was breathing in as deep as I could through the screen. And then uh-huh. another time I became uh, claustrophobic in my own body. I felt trapped in my own body. <laughs> and that was god awful. I smoke pot because I have anxiety to calm down. I got my prescription. <laughs> yeah. Back. Oh, you're just not smoking the right kind. You need sativa. No, you would need indica, Autumn. I mean indica. Sativa's going to get you to dark places. It's all hybrids at this point anyway. It's yeah. all just mixed together, which I, I, I never understood that. Like, well, sorry. Did? I said I never understood the you know why people are still you need indica maybe somewhere but even the the pot delivery services here in new york they bring them and they say this is the indica this is the sativa and then you look at the packaging it's like 50 50 it's like why why are you calling this one a sativa and this one an indica there's 50 50 well huh, i don't know <laughs> anyway can you get 100 percent of one can you no request? i don't i don't see that as much anymore i mean i'm not oh. buying pot for myself but Maybe it's out there. I'm not well-versed. Somebody else probably knows more. Anyway, you were saying. I was going to say, I had one panic. Well, I didn't. It wasn't really a panic attack. It was like on the verge of one, I guess. Um, and I didn't really... Yeah, I, I kind of realized it halfway through. I was like, oh my God, I think this is... I, I couldn't breathe. I felt dizzy. I needed to sit down. Like I felt like I would faint. Um... Yeah, I probably should have listened to that, but I was just like, whoa, crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> it's interesting that I haven't ever had one, uh, considering maybe I, you know, again, was good at controlling my surroundings to keep me from getting to a spot to have one. Um, yeah. 
And I also, you know, for the longest time, I wanted, the more anxious I become, the more neurotic I become. Uh, and I really, really liked being neurotic for a long time. I thought it was uh, fun. It was where my creativity lived. Oh, when so Kirby, that's like that personality thing that we talked about, about me, mostly. <laughs> when? What? Where, where I decide that not brushing my teeth in the morning is a personality trait. That's an asinine you, behavior. Okay, asinine behavior. Yours, yours is like, well, my asinine behavior of... Uh, no, I think a lot called? of good, because you could get yourself in situations that uh, were humorous. Uh, you know, when Curb Your Enthusiasm came out. Right. Like, that was like, that connect, I connected to that. And maybe a lot of people did, and I'm not that original, but like, I understood it like completely. I was like, this is what my life feels like. Obviously, that yeah. show sometimes went a little extreme in the situations, but for the most part, it's like this is what my everyday life feels like. And then, you know, people are really loving that show, and then you're going to say, okay, well, I want to stick with this even more. But, yeah, right. the more anxious I become, the more neurotic I become. Things like going and to a restaurant and looking at the menu layout will piss me off. I think this doesn't make sense the way this menu is laid out. Or even recently, Zencaster, this uh, program we use, to record the podcasts. I'm not liking some of the functionality on it. I don't like the fact that you can stop recording and then if you have to start a new recording, it refreshes the page. There's probably a reason for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I start to really lean into the stupidity of design. The Nintendo Switch home screen. <laughs> I was looking at that earlier. <laughs> like this is the ugliest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like there's no form to it. There's no aesthetic. It's like someone just threw it together as fast as they could because they had to get the switch out. So I don't think you're alone in, in like I'm pretty critical of things. And if, if I wanted to, you know, dive into the layout of a menu, I could definitely complain about that. It feels but like, I, sorry, just to add on to that, it feels like though it's an it's insulting to me. It's like I, I... You take it personal. Yes. I take it personal. Yeah, because I was going to say, I don't think that I have the same feeling about it. I like to shit on things. I think that that can be pretty fun. But I don't, I don't think I feel it like you do. No, I want to find the person who created it. I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? It's like, now I'm subject to this. Why would you create something that looks like this? Again, self-centered? Yeah. Look, anyone who's neurotic is... I didn't mean that as the, the long pause and then the short... Yeah. Well, it's... I, was worried. I didn't want to... You know, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. If you're thinking about the world that way, yes, you're self-centered. Not everything yeah. revolves around you. Really, nothing revolves around you. A few things may. Uh, so, yes, when you're approaching the world that way, it is self-centered. Um, yeah. But, you know, that was a thing that I really liked. Uh, but it's the the... More anxious I am, the more I hate the world. I realize that the more negative I am, because the more I hate myself this is the most basic psychology of all. But the most, mm -hmm. the more I hate myself, the more I hate the world. Um, I was trying to think. I had an example. Now it slipped my mind. So I don't know. Maybe it'll come back. Probably not. Save well, it makes me. me sad. You know, to think of you thinking of yourself that way. Yeah, it's not about me. It's not about how I feel, you know, but it I wish that you could be as kind to yourself about 
mental health <laughs> that you are to others. That's why I probably don't tell many people or I wouldn't yeah. ever let it get out of control or talk about it too much because I don't want to worry other people. Right. But yeah, you, you really, f again, <laughs> you really feel like you can really fuck everything up. You know, like you acting a little bit quote in your, in your mind wrong is going to ruin everything for everyone else. And that's not, that's not it. I will. I'm that important. Right. <laughs> exactly. See, Interesting. You see how this is starting to piece together. You remember when I talk about my uh, pathological need for modesty? It's to offset yes. this extreme self-centeredness. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I got to balance this somehow. So yeah, I need I need as much modesty as possible. Look, some people aren't even aware of their self-involvement. Uh, right. And so, you know, there is no attempted balance. And I think the fact that I was aware of it but unable to control it. And it's like, I don't know what to do. I just may as well try to balance it with this modesty. I will. I think ultimately what you have to do is, and this is what, how I approach parenting sometimes too, where it's like, is this working for you? You know, I, I think that people should, You don't have to self you don't have to examine your life constantly and constantly be taking the temperature of each other and relationships or friendships or you know family and and for yourself and what am I doing just think about what's working and what's not working. Well, and if it's not working, then it's not working. Well, when you've lived your life in one way and that way has worked to an extent. It's worked well enough. I'm not in a bad spot in my life by any means. It's worked. But I don't know what doesn't work or what works outside of that because I've never tried. So I It hear doesn't what, work because you're having I anxiety. I understand that overall the, the, the system is flawed. Yeah. And it's not a system to live in. It's not a strong... It's not... It's the, not the wall that you want to build around yourself. No, but you've got to build a new system and that in itself is difficult. It is because it's uncomfortable. It only you took me. Need to get, you need to get familiar with discomfort and not think of it as such a horrible character flaw that you shouldn't be in a place where you're uncomfortable. Well, you know, you start to pile on also, too. It's like, oh, it only took you 38 years to even get this far, mm -hmm. moron. And then I'm walking down the streets like, nice haircut, loser. It's to just, someone else? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. <laughs> it's the way it manifests. Well, and I have gotten, I I have gotten to the point. For you. I have gotten to the point. Uh, for me, for this show, because I lost my topic. So. Oh, well, look, we're going to come back to your topic. Your topic's going to be served well. well. We'll give your topic the time and the effort that it deserves. Okay. Um, I am going to say that there are times I'm walking on the sidewalk alone, and I make comments like that allowed I mean what what am I doing it's not even for show I just see someone and I hate the jacket they're wearing mm -hmm. uh, that's a good gauge though of my mental state okay because I certainly you're doing can, that or not I can certainly get well I'm always going to judge people but I can oh totally there's like a real hate inside I'm like I hate well your... I just meant saying it out loud yelling at strangers We're, like a real New Yorker yeah an insane person yeah <laughs> 
This is my future. I understand. I know what my fate is if I continue down this path. It is the person who is just yelling at everyone who walks by for absolutely no reason. I'll still be living in this apartment. Yeah. I'll be the 80-year-old. And then, you know, you'll just be a character. People will like you. Yeah. You'll they be- won't like you in the moment, but then later they'll be like, yeah, when we lived in New York, we had this guy yell at us about my haircut. Yeah, or this guy lived in my building. I think he ate Alpo. Like the story <laughs> just starts taking on lies yeah. and untruths. I saw, I, I saw inside his apartment once, up to the ceiling, cans of dog food. Or maybe, or maybe that's true. Maybe it does get to that point. It's not going to. Don't let that happen. Be kind to yourself. You deserve kindness. The criticism comes in like now, you know, when I have work meetings and after the meetings, like it's really seeping in all over the place. I think yeah. back to the things I said. I'm like, what? A, that was the dumbest thing you could have ever said, you moron. So what are you going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. I guess just keep moving forward. I think if you sort of um, while it's happening, if you try and be aware, you know, and stop yourself while it's happening and say like, no, don't, don't let yourself go Easier said than done. I think I just have to let it happen until I become used to it. Let what happen? I have to let this shit play out. Like, I can't just say, no, no, don't go there. Not yet. Oh, no. I don't mean about the anxiety. Give, let yourself have the anxiety. I just mean within that, don't, like, like be aware that you're talking about yourself negatively and don't, and stop yourself from doing it. That's you. You can stop that. No, there's no, there's nothing outside of that that you have to negotiate with to stop that from happening. That's something that you need to be aware of that you know that happens and it's that little, you know, mischievous devil and you need to say like, okay, the devil is here. That's it. Stop. Stop that. I I still think, okay, I'm going to address what you said first so it doesn't seem like I'm dismissing that or didn't listen to it. Thank you. Easier said than done. (laughs) But That's fine, but but you got to practice. I take your point. Yeah, it's a practice. I have it when I'm eating and I'm and I I know what I'm doing. And the little devil's like, "Fuck it. Do it. Eat more Oreos." And then the other part of the other part of my brain is like, "Oh, there's that thing. There's that thing that is telling me to do something. Why are you going for this those Oreos? Is it because you're finally calming down after you had a fight or after you felt emotional and now it's time to eat?" those feelings and make yourself and soothe yourself is that what's happening okay sometimes i still do it sometimes i still am like yep that's what that is and i still eat the oreos and then other times i'm like that's that thing okay i don't really need these oreos but it's it's just knowing what's happening being present and aware of how you operate i think is what i'm saying you should do i just don't like the way i operate though what i was going to say is maybe this is the most genius plan of all time because it all does tie back to the fear of death. And I tire myself out. I just Life is so difficult for me. I'm just so tired that I welcome death. And that fear is alleviated. 
So maybe I'm actually one of the smartest people to have ever lived. I've devised this plan that is going to force me to one day welcome death. Sounds like a great time. <laughs> you don't? <Yeah>, okay. <laughs> Would you rather? I do think that you are smart. <laughs> you know, I think that, um, yeah. Have you ever seen that Dave Chappelle? Uh, I don't remember. It's a, it's a older one where he's like, I think I'm too smart. Like I'm too smart. I see through things. I see what's going on. I see the real stuff and it sucks. And he doesn't like it. He talks about how he hates it. it made me think of you. Yeah, I mean, when we talk about this stuff and my negativity, and st- there is some judgment negativity that's always going to exist. And I don't even like to call that negativity because sometimes just being honest about what the world is and what humanity is, sure, that doesn't need to be negative. But quite often people want to assign that to negative because they want to live in this fantasy where they think everything is great and wonderful and they can will it or they can lie to themselves and everyone else is lying. Oh, this is such a wonderful place. No, come on. This is bullshit. But it's also that. It's also wonderful. Yeah, that does exist. Right. But just because the bullshit horror exists doesn't mean that. Well, the people, the, the things that people amazing, say. Amazing, awesome miracles don't exist either. No, don't exist. That stuff does exist. And I think the people who are faking it miss out on the real things that Correct. are good. That's yeah. what also annoys me. And that's also, you want to just tie it back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show when I was ranting about the thing about men and animals. And I just, I expect more out of humanity. I expect more out of myself. We have to rise above being stupid apes. You have to accept your ape self so that you can accept your human self. I don't buy into it. What if we what if we are able to acknowledge that it exists? What if we are able to upload our brains and consciousness into a computer and at that point we were no longer animals, but it's the brain of a former animal. Would you still, yeah, you're would, still would it be illegit- at that point it's completely illegitimate to act like an animal because you're a computer at that point. Incorrect. No, it yes, completely correct. Brain came from animal, you are still an animal. I think your thinking would still be based on your primate brain. I think as the evolution of the brain and the computers continued, there would be a real push to just come on, we're computers now. Let's get rid of this stupid fucking behavior. That's what makes you human. That would be the growth. Like we need to push through this. We want to evolve. Yes, this is without where we came that from. Animal, without that primate animal brain, you don't feel driven toward love or delicious food or fun times because a computer, you know, humans need those things, not me. Well, what, what's the point of being so smart? Except to push the limits, push the boundaries, continue I don't know, to, to create things like the internet. <laughs> the thing that destroyed. to explore the stars. The thing that destroyed humanity. Go out into outer space. I mean, I understand the internet as Learn about us. surgery and, you know, germs. But <laughs> That's why it's good to be smart. None of that stuff matters, ultimately. Yes, it does. I mean, it matters to us being alive, learning about germs and surgery and saving lives, but it's all revolving around keeping this life alive. For the most part, if people weren't around to study those things, it wouldn't matter. Those things would still exist and they would continue on. It doesn't right. really matter. What did you say once that we're, we're spiritual beings seeking? No, maybe that wasn't you. 
We're spe- we're spiritual beings. No, I said I forget what it was. Seeking a human existence or right. oh. something like that. I feel like I said something. Uh, yeah, it's not. I'm I'm conflating what we're you not, said. Th- with we're not thinking. Famous. We're not thinking beings who feel. We're feeling beings who think. I said once yes. before. Um, but that's fine. I think. Oh, we are spiritual beings having a hu- having a human experience. Oh yeah, that's someone else. I don't know who did that. Yeah. Who said that? Let's find out. Pierre Teilhard de Chardin. Oh yeah, of course. Of course, everyone knows Teilhard de Chardin, a yep. French philosopher, paleontologist, and Jesuit priest. Wow. It was in my quote book. What you said? That quote, and those quote books oh, yeah. that people buy. What's that quote book called? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You need to accept all sides of yourself. Never. Instead of trying to suppress them or you'll never feel better. Mm. And also you need to know that every that other people accept all those things about you. Uh, most people don't have the capacity to accept or understand such things. Oh, yes, because you are so. Some people do. Brain important. No, you do. I and mean, some people do, but most people don't. That's fine. Who cares? What does that have to do with anything? I'm talking about you and how you feel about yourself, not how other people react with you. Well, you said you need to trust other people. And I said, eh, most people oh, don't yeah. have the capacity to even grasp any of this. It doesn't really matter. Just if they suck have the it up. To grasp it. Pull yourself up by a bootstrap. <laughs> I did. Yeah. How was your life? It was wonderful. No, it wasn't. If you're honest with yourself, you'd tell me it sucked ass. Yeah. I joined the military at 17 years old. Yeah, I saw why? my friends die in the muck. Why did you join the military? One, because you were drafted against your will. Or two, <laughs> no. because you were in a position uh, uh, standing in life where that was the best option for you. It doesn't I lived sound like farm. it was the best way to go. My daddy would hit me. Oh, yeah. And then but you, it taught me discipline. It taught me how to pull myself over by my boots, right? Yeah, the way people can spin abuse. Yeah. <laughs> it was good for me. I only got hit when I was in trouble. It was good for me. That's right. I just Not to that. say that I haven't wanted to smack my kids. I sure have, but I have not done it. Yeah. That's I understand the, the instinct. <laughs> of course. See, okay. Who so you know what that is? That That is a perfect tiny example of me accepting the shitty sides of myself, but also like appreciating the other side. I don't then say, like, I'm a shitty mom for wanting to hit my kids. No, because you I think don't everyone, do it. Right, because I don't do it. But if I started to, like, really shit on myself because I had those thoughts, then maybe I would I would be in a different mindset. And I, w- I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying that I would then hit someone, but I would, you know, walk down the street and say, like, nice haircut, loser. I don't know. Just off the top of my head. Well, sometimes these haircuts are the most asinine things you've ever seen in your life. No one's saying you're wrong. You could you could be right. I see what you're saying. You're just okay. having the thought. You're not judging yourself on the thought. And you shouldn't judge your thoughts. Unless well, it's, you know. I'll continue to practice. Practice makes perfect. Only have to put in 20,000 hours of not. Don't say beating. practice makes perfect. Say practice <laughs> makes progress. Okay. Practice makes progress. I only have to put in 20,000 hours of not beating myself up, and I'll be where I want to be. Well, you know, 
the journey of 23,000 steps starts with the first step. <laughs> now, Stacy's going out in London tonight and she doesn't know what to wear. Shut up. That's a conversation I heard on the street the other day. Yeah. Go, come on. This is what you're talking about? Does anyone care? Does anyone? You're, you're speaking for no reason. Stacy's going out in London. Good. Good for Stacy. I'm sorry that she can't figure out what clothes to put on. Oh, what a tough life. Yeah, it's so difficult. See, that person deserves to be judged. But I guess they don't deserve to occupy that much of my head space. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay, you re- are you feeling okay? Uh, whatever, I'm fine. So we'll do, okay. for everyone who is looking forward to an episode on dicks. <laughs> we'll we threw you a real curveball. We'll try again one day. Okay, when you're feeling up to it. <laughs> like a dick. Wah, wah, wah. All right, thanks everybody for listening to One Topic. Like and subscribe, rate and review. Share with your friends. Support our sponsor, hoffandpepper.com. Blah, blah, blah. 15% off One Topic 15. Go do it. Thank you. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. Never. Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without Mm. any additives or extracts, a company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible, and a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients. What? zero fillers, additives, or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no. Tell me, please, now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code one topic 15 Hold on. That's... Yes. Get a pen and paper. One topic 15 Good. That's onetopic one five. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>